Cinema. Welcome back to War of Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead. And with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? I had to stop myself because I was like, and also, fuck you, Nick, for this movie. What? Come on, bro. <laughs> so you gave me Heartbreak Kid 2007, not 1972. Yeah, I thought that this uh, title sounded familiar. Yeah, Charles... Yeah, it was like a serious movie, though. Charles Grodden. Yeah. Uh, I watched it. <laughs> Did you? Um, I watched this... Uh, I watched Ben Stiller's last night with the wife. And this morning I was doing research and I'm like, oh, this is a remake. And I saw that the whole movie was on YouTube for free. So yeah. I'm like, blood started it up and watched it. Did you like it's, Charles Grodewood? <laughs> it is better. Really? It's it's a comedy, but it's very, very subtle comedy. Is it? And it is more like a, a serious, but it does have its like moments. I liked it better, but I hate this premise. And that's the that's the main thing that I the main problem I have with this movie is the premise does not work for it me. It doesn't give a shit. I, it's fucking hilarious, bro. But I was thinking about it. It's like this is comedy though. It's like you take an edgy subject and you just kind of like go for it. It's the Fairly the Brothers. Last. It's the Fairly Brothers, man. They do wild ass ridiculous comedies. So the whole premise of this movie is Ben Stiller's character finds a girl after a few weeks, gets married. And I mean, then, let's not oversell it. She's fucking smoking hot, dude. Like, well, yeah. The lady. And like, he's in his 40s. And <laughs> his dad and his friends. And by the way, dude, the fucking guy, um, I forget his real name, but he's in a lot of shit. Uh, he's the bald dude, his friend, his best oh, friend. Right. I fucking love that guy. He's great in Hot Tub Time Machine. He is great. Uh, he, he fucking cracks me up through this whole fucking movie, because that's me. Like... At the, when they're at the wedding, and he's like, "Did you hear him? That's you, Rob <laughs> Codry. Rob Codry is or, hilarious. Uh, yeah, Con- yeah, he is fucking hilarious. That man. part, that part made me giggle because without him doing that, it wouldn't be as funny. So that part kind of I love made those me twins. Giggle. That reminds me of like every t- conversation I've had in middle school. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. I fucking hate them and love them at the same time. Like, I get anxiety when he's talking to those fucking kids because, like, <laughs> it's the, flashback to yourself. For real, dude. He, those two are like the biggest uh, assholes. Like, he's like, Are you fucking gay? And he's like, No. He's like, You're not married. And he's like, That doesn't make me gay. <laughs> he's like, Are you bi? <laughs> <laughs> you owe me 10 bucks. No, bro. Fuck that. Uh, five each (laughs) (laughs) so yeah he finds he meets this girl they dude even how he meets her is fucking hilarious it is pretty hilarious that guy i don't know his name he's not he's not like a big time comedian but like i've I've recognized him now over the years (laughs) he's i will cut your fucking head off (laughs) It's mine. It's mine. You fucking pepper really uh perfumes Perfumed him in the, him in the face. It's hilarious. Um Jerry Stiller, R.I.P. Fucking he's gold, you know. This was a twenty year anniversary of them being in a movie together, by the way. That was a fun little fact, him and his dad. Yeah, because uh they were a Zoolander together. Yeah. He's had a couple of that he's that he's been in. Little- so- yeah, he has little cameos. He's hilarious. Oh yeah! Every time was... he shows up, he's hilarious. So I have to like preface this by saying like I don't think I'm the biggest uh, Ben Stiller fan. Oh, I've I've always loved Ben Stiller. Well, I love the movies that he's in, but I don't love them because of him. It's I like the movies. 
What movie could he could he be in that you love that it's not because of him? Like, Tropic Thunder. I fucking love right, Tropic right. Thunder. That's maybe the only one I can see. Meet the Parents. Like, you could t- change him out with anybody, and I would still love that movie. No. You don't think? I don't think so. Not may- Maybe if that was the only one they made, but they mm-hmm. made four of them fucking things. Like, right. Yeah. He's Night still- at the Museum. Change him out. And I, I still like Night at the Museum. There's a couple that you can't. Yeah. Heavyweights, you can't change them out. Uh, Zoolander. Zoolander, you can't change them out. But I'm not a huge on those. I love something about Barry. That's still like one oh, of the yeah, top something about Mary's. funniest I do, movies. I do, I do like that movie. I but that movie. I just don't think I'm a huge Ben Stiller fan. I don't like Duplex, his brand bro. of... Nah, it was okay. I like Duplex. Him and Drew Barrymore. I just love the old lady. She was hilarious. She was a gangster. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I've always liked Ben Stiller. Nah, I just... I haven't seen Mystery Men, so I can't speak on that. I like it, but it's one of those movies that get... I heard it was like way before f- its time. Yeah. People like if it came out now, it would blow up. Oh yeah, it'd do, it'd do 30 million. Yeah. Yeah. But back then it was straight cheese. Yeah. Still is straight cheese. Right. But it's great. So, like you said, this is very like bottom of the barrel Ben Stiller. So, it's going to be probably a rough review because I did not like this movie. Yeah, like you think it was funny at all? There's a couple of giggles. Like Danny McBride will always make me laugh, dude. He's great. This because he he's not playing regular Danny McBride. Yeah, he's playing toned down Danny McBride. You smoking the devil's lettuce out here? <laughs> he looks like a fucking state trooper. He looks like Parva, dude. In this movie, he I realized Danny McBride is like. A fucking 13-year-old that's just in a man's body. You know what I forgot when I started, when I watched this for the for this? Mm. I was like, holy shit. This is before Carlos Mencia got called out for being a fraud. Like, yeah, that's true. Stealing like, he was like at the height of his fucking, you know, mania. Because I used to love Minda Mencia. Like, I, I thought he was cool until I found out that he was ripping off a lot of his shit. Yeah, there was a couple of jokes here and there that I liked, but I was never a huge fan of his. But, uh. He's good in it. Like he, you know, some of his, some of his parts are funny. Right. Um, but I, I think Ben Stiller and old girl, like when they're in the car, because well, I think we've all been there. Like <laughs> you've dated, like maybe not your wife so, or whatever, but you've always dated a chick that just sings obnoxious as fuck. What's really funny. Okay. So he meets this girl, they date for a few weeks and he let his ex go. Uh, they were engaged for five years and he never pulled the trigger. So she left him mm-hmm. getting remarried. So now he doesn't want to make the same mistake twice. So he pulls the trigger way too early. Six weeks, I want to say. Well, now and like, yeah, like his his old man and his best friend, like his, like his best friend's like married, but like completely pussy whipped. Oh, yeah. He's and has kid and everything. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then his dad's like, you know, you're fucking up. Like, you're not like me. You're not the player, you know, so you need to get married. Like, um. I don't know if this is safe to talk about, but can I talk about your father? Nah, oh yeah, dude. <laughs> no, I brief won't do cameo, that. Brief cameo. A brief cameo. But father. yeah, that, uh, it, it that's a, all I was thinking about when I was watching this. Is small like, peek into my life, yeah. I was like, this seems familiar. But anyway, I won't get into Especially it. Especially that hot tub scene. Oh yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, exactly. Like, that's yeah. how I picture him. <laughs> Not now, because he's not that old, but yeah, for sure. Like, 20 years? Oh, yeah. If he's still kicking, that'll be exactly how he is. Oh, I just thought that was hilarious, and I had to bring that up. But, yeah, um, that's perfect. <clears throat> so uh, so he finally pulls the trigger. He gets married to this um, to this girl. 
She's been in a bunch of stuff now, right? She has. Oh, speaking of, I don't know why it just made me think of uh, the, the fucking nude scenes. Um, this is rated R, yeah. and I feel like it doesn't need to be rated R. Oh no, there's a lot of cussing and nasty shit. Cussing is whatever. There's nudity in it for no reason. Like you could shoot those sex scenes without showing her death, dude. The, um, how fucking funny! There is one epi- There is one scene that it's like I understand the hard R. Is the fucking Mexico the hotel, scene? No, I love the hotel room. Man. Which one? <laughs> when he's like, "Hey, do you want to do this?" And she's like, "Why don't we get a hotel room and fuck?" Because like you know, they just got married. And oh, right, right, right. And hit it and shit. So he thinks he's in for like, because you know she's probably fucking what twenty or ten years younger than him. Probably like, yeah. And like you know, you think this shit's about to be the real reason you married this chick? Mm-hmm. You know? And she's like, "Fucking power drive me." <laughs> Fuck me like a black guy. <laughs> harder. I'm fucking you as hard as I can. Do you think we could try some like uh some missionary? Can you jackhammer me from that position? He's like, I don't think you understand what a missionary is. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like she's she's nude in the scene. You see her tits, but you don't really need to. They could have like hidden them and you know cut you know cut it back it, to a PG-13. It's because uh, you know another thing. There's a lot of similarities in this that I feel like because the way she looks is exactly how hot and young uh, Cameron Diaz looked in something about Mary. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like a like a sequel nobody wanted. I feel like he changes who he is a little bit. You know, he's not the loser from high school anymore, but now he's like the middle-aged loser version of that He guy. never grew up, yeah. Right. I guess that makes sense, yeah. And, uh, but, no, it's just little scenes like that I thought were fucking hilarious. Like like I said, when they're in the car and he, at first he's like, oh, you got a, you got some pipes on you, you know? Like, <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was gonna get to uh, that. So, uh, so they get married and they're driving down to, uh, Cabo. Is that, am I saying that right? Yeah, it's Cabo. Cabo. And... She's doing these things, and I I understand why they're doing it. They're trying to set her up to be, like, annoying and why he wouldn't want to be with her anymore. Because the whole premise of the movies is he has to divorce her because he meets somebody else in Cabo. But that being said, the wi- I watched this with the wife, and it had the singing. She's like, God, I feel like I'm looking into a mirror. Because <laughs> we, I, I, you know... Some girls have been there where they just sing every song, yeah. and kids just like, how does how does she know every word to every song ever? Because they always do. They always do. She's like, I'm feeling attacked right now. And then she did something else, and then did something else. She's like, I'm feeling really uncomfortable and attacked because I have all these mannerisms. Why do you like? Me? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the great part about it is it takes things. It's very from relatable. Every, every relationship, you know, anybody's relationship, and you can just find it hilarious. You have those like, moments, yeah, because like the like it's like even though that's why I think the hotel scene's hilarious because like the first time you go to be intimate with somebody, you don't know what they like. You don't, you know what I'm saying? Like you're just going. Off of like what you know right. and hoping they enjoy it, you know what I mean? And like she's like fucking power driving me. <laughs> and Ben Stellar's face like just fucking sells it, dude. Like I don't know if the wife would be like comfortable with me telling the story, but I'm gonna tell it and I'll cut it out later. <laughs> if she uh if she's like, no, please don't post that. She gets final say. Right. So 
I don't, I'm sure, like you said, you've had moments of like annoyances in relationships. We all had them. I'm sure she's annoyed by things that I do, like telling us the same story oh, for over sure and over. Oh, sure she is, dude. My wife could probably make you a fucking two-page list. So we, uh, when we were dating, we went out drinking one night and we went out to uh, uh, World of Beer. I had like a beer, maybe. I think I just had the one. And then we went out to this other hole-in-the-wall like concert place and she kept drinking, kept drinking. This is back when she like, drink really heavily and I didn't really drink anymore because I was driving so I just kind of let her do her thing have fun we're seeing a band like we're on a date let's have fun so we're on our way back home from the uh the show and something happens where she starts speaking French because she can speak somewhat French and I'm trying to have a conversation with her and she will not speak to me in English <laughs> That's she hilarious. refuses to speak English. She acts like she can only speak French now. That's hilarious. The whole ride home, I'm trying to have a conversation with this girl, and she's only speaking French to me. No wonder you married her. That's a great story, man. There should be a movie with a scene like that in it. Yeah, right. It's just like, would you would you please talk to me? Oh, it's a it, it did feel like a scene of a movie. I'm like, is this real life right now? Like, what is happening? You're so not I Drew just, Barrymore. Stop. I just don't. I just don't understand. <laughs> but anyway uh, so there's my little annoyance story that was pretty i don't funny think she'll though. get mad that's a cute story man. yeah i love yeah. that story she gets embarrassed but uh, that's pretty that's, funny that's that's uh that's a building block to y'all's love right there man <laughs> that's good shit so he uh so they go to Ca- they go down to cabo and she is unloading her fucking like all baggage the, all on the her. flaws yeah yeah she has a deviated septum because she used to be a fucking cokehead she doesn't have a job she goes she's a volunteer yeah she's a volunteer and so she doesn't really make any money off of this so he's like okay um what else did she she said something else oh she's in debt yeah she has like a shit ton of debt like over twenty thousand dollars in debt and not have a job and be an ex-coke addict like i understand why they're doing this they're trying to like understand where he's coming from yeah because it's like why you shouldn't rush into marriage yeah Yeah. that's the um i'll speak on the original the 1972 one is they didn't have that like she was slightly annoying but really nothing out of the ordinary right so when he fell for the other chick i felt really bad for the the lady, I was like, she's not a bad lady. She's a good looking girl, and yeah, she's kind of annoying. But you right. know, I don't know. That's well, where that's well, what that's I do what I like the, the change. The old one is yeah, like like I said, it's more of a like a love triangle type situation. This is just so overboard. Yeah, this is so way over the top. Exaggerated that it's just like it's hilarious. Like it's just supposed to be funny, right? Yeah, you know I mean, because of course he meets a girl down at the resort. Who's like the girl next door? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a good actress too. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, she's a uh, she's she's of course they hit it off and they're like yeah they have the same sense of humor they enjoy mm-hmm. doing the same things and he's kind of regretting be- marrying the blonde now and right. he's just like damn now what do I do you know mm-hmm. so he starts making up excuses because of course she's an idiot on top of everything and the first day out she's like hey will you put this uh, tanning oil on and he's like honey uh. I don't know if you've heard, but Mexico's sun is pretty strong. You, yeah. you may just want to put some suntan lotion on, you know? Right. She's like, I know what I'm doing. Like, I've I've tanned before. And, of course, he puts it on. She puts it on, like, lathers it on. Yeah. And she comes back, like, with second-degree burns. So he kind of finds a way to, like, slide away from her. Like, oh, I'm going to go get you some medicine and this and that. And then he just, like, leaves. Mm-hmm. 
This is a callback to the original because that's what happened in there too. She gets like too much sun and I feel like I've seen the original too. You think so? It's just been like forever. Yeah. Yeah, because my like I said, my dad was a huge uh Gruden fan. Like we want love, like I said, Midnight Run is like great movie. This is uh that was one of his first mm-hmm. is the uh the Heartbreak Kid. Was one of his like first acting. Gigs. Yeah, like I said, my dad's always been a fan. Like even uh, Beethoven. Like mm-hmm. my dad even loved Beethoven. Like, right. He didn't like kids' movies at all. But I remember he took me to see Beethoven in theaters. Yeah. I love the dad in this. Like, he's <laughs> he's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I re- Charles Grodden like is a great actor, and I want to brush up on more of his material. Like after Midnight I Run, I still and can't of- believe that. He died on the day we did the episode. The review, bro. Yeah, it was like, fucking nutty. So spooky, bro. All right. Um, Good luck, Ben Stiller. But yeah, I also want to give you this movie not just because it's a. I think it's hilarious, but like, I wanted to have like a silly, funny movie because like we're about to hit the month of horror, <laughs> right? So I know I'm not going to have any more bubbly feelings going into a movie for a while. This is true. So, so um, there. I didn't find it that funny, though. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of things that made me laugh. Oh, we're going to keep walking through them. Right, right. We're going to keep it. So she gets burned. She has to stay in the in the hotel. Yeah. He gets drinks with uh, his new friend, his new girlfriend. I love and, the uh, old couple, though. They're adorable. The Boo and Bo. Oh, yeah. Dude, I like those. I like <laughs> that part. And then, like, how... Uh, did you know that Flo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the fucking mom What's or funny, uh, the aunt or cousin or whatever the fuck It's it? the cousin, which is funny because I'm like, I know that chick's face, but I could not pin it down. Dude, she was in that before she ever did a fucking progressive commercial. Yeah. yeah I thought she did. A, I mean, she didn't have a lot of lines or anything, but I thought she was all right. In yeah, the movie, she did fine. Know? I recognize her. I just didn't know where from. And then I'm like, Flo, fuck. God damn it. It makes me wonder if like she had a like an, any kind of acting career before she did the oh, I'm flow? sure. Or maybe they saw her and this was like, you know what? That bitch could sell the shit out of car insurance. I think it's one of those things she like found a character that works for her well, and I, just rode that wave. I didn't know this, but I found out the other day that Steve Carell got his fucking start in commercials. Mm-hmm. He did some kind of fucking commercial and it did so many numbers that the people from 40 year old virgin called him and were like, Hey, we want you to come try out for this movie. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like, I forgot what the fuck. Or it was The Office, one of the two. That's what it was. It was The Office. Right. They saw him in that commercial, and they said, hey, we got this part on the show. It's a remake. You should come do it. And then because of The Office, he got 40-Year-Old Virgin. I see. But yeah. A lot of big stars do, like, commercials, especially, like, overseas for some reason. They right. love our stars in commercials for overseas dude when will ferrell first started out i remember he did these old milwaukee beer commercials they were fucking hilarious oh yeah like he was just drunk and loud and yelling and shit it was hilarious (laughs) like but he was only on like snl like he was just starting to get out there a little bit you know he was in like superstar and shit like that but like i don't even know if he had made night of the roxbury yet or anything like that but like they're funny as fuck you gotta look them up on youtube i have to check them out yeah um but anyways, uh, so they're down at the resort. She gets burned. He starts uh, flirting with the one chick, and they end up getting stoned, which is a callback to something about Mary because they get stoned on their first date too. Yeah. Uh, but um, that's when you get to see a lot of uh, Danny McBride's character. He's he's a good little. I was dying laughing. I was like, I want to go watch Eastbound and Down now because I love him. S- smells like a Willie Nelson concert out here. What are y'all doing? <laughs> you smoking the devil's lettuce <laughs> I still call it that shit today Because of that movie 
because of him and that. That's too funny. Uh, His fucking outfits are gold in this, too. Oh, yeah, Daniel the Bright. fucking mandals with My the God. socks on the beach. I love it. You know, that's the thing. Like, we live in Florida, and everybody just assumes that, like, we're all beach bums. Yeah. Like, I, I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, I'm over the beach. Like, I've hated the beach for years. I've never really enjoyed the beach if I'm being really honest. because you're always taking pictures of being on the beach. Yeah, because my wife is a fucking beach bum. I am so happy I married someone that does not like the beach as much as I do. If it was up to my wife, we would sell everything we own and buy a shack in Daytona. I think most like, I think most females are like that. Just so she could walk out with a beer or a margarita every day and lay there and just get golden to crisp brown. Yeah. Yeah, like an old Tostino chip. Like she would just love to get. Yeah, every night I'm just in there rubbing ointment, rubbing aloe on her. Yeah, I, uh, my dad was a huge beach bum, and we went to the beach like every weekend for two reasons: one, he liked the beach, and two, it's free, other than gas. Exactly. Yeah. So it was really his like I'm spending time with my kids, and I'm not really spending money besides like gas and food. No, my parents, like, my mom's always liked it, but, like, she's allergic to fucking everything. So, you know, when we were younger, she would tough it out. But, like, when we got older, it wasn't. But then, like I said, it seems like every fucking woman I've ever dated, like, they all love the fucking beach. And I always got dragged out to a fucking beach somewhere. (laughs) You're just And now my kids love the fucking beach because why not? Yeah, you're a kid. You do. You know, the city thing is, is I like water, bro. I love springs. I love brooks. I love fucking little rivers. (laughs) We can tube down. I love pools. I love resorts, water yeah. parks. Yeah, there's just some... don't fuck with sand, bro. That that's and the big sharks. thing for me. Like, the sand and the sun mostly cuz you can't really like dude, escape it. Dude, I bring canopies. I bring all kinds of it does not matter. Yeah. I was out at the pool for an hour and a half yesterday. I look like I've, I I I fell asleep out there. Mm-hmm. The sun just ain't fucking around no more. No, it's not. I'm albino, so I stay inside cuz I don't I'll just get cancer. I love being outdoors and shit, dude, but like with with moderation. Yeah. Like, I like being outside, but I don't like being in the sun. And that's like you said, that sand is just so coarse and just unpleasant. It's everywhere. You <laughs> it, never get it out for days. of everything. Dude, the fucking towels, the 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 wagon, because of course I have a whole fucking beach kit. Dude, you have to, bro. When you become <laughs> a family man, it's like part of it. Like my shit has four wheel drive tires on it. I could drag that bitch through snow fucking mud anything like and you have to have the fucking chairs and the kid in the cooler and the snacks and yep. the fucking toys like it's a whole day event it is bro and it's exhausting just talking about it my wife is taking mercy of me in, in the in the years since like she only makes me do it like two times a year three times a year that wasn't too bad no nah, that's what i said like and i feel bad like i should do more Cause it is a good time. Like when I'm there, I, I don't care. Anymore. It's just an easy, it's just getting there and getting yeah. set up and all that. Cause you know, we come to these great resorts and we don't just spend all day. We'll stay at the pool and we'll do other shit. But like, yeah, yeah I'm just not big on getting places. Once I'm there, I have a great time. And then, like, the coming back, I don't like either. Well, because you're having to pack it and make sure you're not forgetting anything. It's just, like, that ounce of stress that doesn't leave you the whole time. Well, you know me, motherfucker. I always leave something. I forget something. Like, or break it. If I Exactly. <laughs> if I don't, if I have both children and my old lady, when I leave, we're doing good. Yeah. We don't bring dogs, you know, anywhere. But, like, yeah. Most days I'm lucky if I remember everybody I'm supposed to. Right. And then in this movie, they were talking about people that like live there oh, on yeah, the vacation yeah. spots. Could you imagine? Dude, I could not do that. My wife could. Oh, I know. That is her dream. Like if we won the lottery, that's like she could live the rest of her life on like 20 bucks a day. It just sounds like too much. 
I would have to like, I'd have to like get somebody to like go get her off the beach to do something. (laughs) Where's Ashley? Where do you think she's at? She's out there. She's on her, she's in her spot. She's in her island. Her little island. Can't can't fuck with her. She'd go out there and have a little moat. She'd have the kids dig her a little moat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? She's got a little radio playing some music. She's got her sunglasses on, a martini. The Jimmy (laughs) Buffett fucking never ending playlist. Yeah. Yeah. She would just be. Happy be, in her own world. I mean, everyone has their thing. Hey, I'm. I mean, more power to her because yeah. my my uh, my I won <laughs> look, scenario looks a lot different. Looks a lot different. <laughs> it looks cabin a lot in different. the woods, and it definitely <laughs> has some fucking AC for sure. <laughs> but uh, nah. But anyways, I uh, get back to the movie. But um, I think it's really great when it breaks up because uh, the next day he's like feeling guilty. He's like calls his dad and he's like, hey. You know, I've I've met this girl down here, and he's like, "What are you talking about? You got married. You should be fucking." But- I know when he uh, he starts explaining what he doesn't like about, he's like, "Yeah, we all go through that. We don't. There are things you don't like about somebody." He's like, "I didn't want to speak to your mother for ten years while we were together." Like, you know, <laughs> he's like, "Fuck." He, he keeps telling him to fuck. Like, what are you doing? Fuck. He's like, she keeps wanting me to power drive her, and he's like, "You say that like it's a bad thing, <laughs> right?" <laughs> Like I said, that hot tub scene when he's got that big titty hooker in there. I was right. just like, I was really, and it's home. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, I think that was the moment that I was like. But he doesn't Dad. wear golfing caps. Like, that's the only difference. He that's should. Difference. I have a new picture in my head of your dad. I don't want to meet him because I like coming up with these like characters in my head of what your dad looks like. And this is the new one. He was Rod Jeremy. I've, uh, I always said I wanted Jack Nicholson to play him. If they ever made a movie about yeah. my life, but Jack's getting up there now, mm-hmm. so I probably have to go somebody like uh, I love to say J.K. Simmons because he's a great actor and he's about that age, right? But he's just too straight, you know, too straight. Yeah, enough. he doesn't like, have a like. It had to be somebody with a little more, a little more coxman in him, right? You know, what I'm saying like a dirtier old man, like a Dennis <laughs> Farina, like somebody like that. You know, is he still alive? I love him, man. I hope he. I is. think he is. Yeah, I, I hope he is. Um. He's in Reindeer Games. Yeah, yes. Boom, boom. Great movie, bro. You know, I've given you nothing but hits over the years. But, like. Yeah, fucking uh, <laughs> Ben Affleck for days. We've definitely hit the fucking thickness and the greatness of the Ben Affleck library. I wouldn't, I just I wouldn't wish, go as far as say great. I just wish you hadn't seen The Town because I, I fucking love that movie. I watch it like once a month. Do you? I do. I've I, only seen it maybe twice. I watched the director's cut, special edition, like extended cut. Dude. Oh, you really like the yeah, town. I love that fucking... I could watch bank robber movies every day, dude. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah, there's something about heist movies. That dude, just... and just like fucking people with nothing to lose, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love that shit. And then a Boston accent to top it off? Take my money. <laughs> take my fucking money every time, bro. Like I could watch Heat every day. Like I just like movies like that, man. Yeah. Where it's like bad guys trying to get away with shit. Like, I don't know. I have entertained the idea on the podcast of like, even though we've seen them, like yeah. the other person's seen them, we just want to talk about it so bad that we do it on the podcast anyway. Yeah, we should, bro. Yeah. Cause well, I like wanna... if we ever have like a week where we're like, damn man, we don't really have, you know, or we, you know, whatever. They just have one in the vault. Yeah. Like we could do those episodes and then just throw them back. Right. For rainy days and shit. Because like I want to talk about Eternal Sunshine one day so bad. I, you know what? If if you're willing to do one on the town, I will sit through that bullshit one more time, just so we can talk about it. I, I meant for if it. you want to, because but we gotta talk about this one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the one thing that I do like that they changed in this movie is 
Ben Stiller's, I'm just going to call him his girlfriend because uh, it makes it easier. His girlfriend doesn't really know that he's married. Oh, no, no. He keeps trying to tell her, but gets interrupted. In the original, she knows right off the bat. He's like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, I'm married. I'm on my honeymoon. She's like, what's new? He's like, what's new? What's new? (laughs) So that's another thing that bothered me is this chick knew he was married, but she's still, like, flirting with him and stuff like that. That's right. That's a little fucked up. Yeah. So I do like that they made well, that the, change that she doesn't know throughout the whole thing. Well, he thinks that she's just like hitting on him too, like they're getting along, and she and she does like him, but yeah, she thinks that his wife was fucking brutally because murdered of the fucking twins, because of those fucking asshole twins. <laughs> He's like fucking little. Well, what does he call them when they when they first get to the resort? They're like, "What's up, faggot?" or some shit like that. He's, he's like, and then they butt, they bang heads together, and Kim just like, "Okay, that happened." <laughs> what does he call him? He's like, "You little." Uh, homophobic hobbits yes homophobic hobbits <laughs> that was hilarious dress <laughs> <laughs> is out of here <laughs> but yeah so uh because he's at the wedding and he gets tired of the mask and why he doesn't have a wife mm-hmm. uh, he's just like she got murdered no 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 they do like five questions you have to answer it fast he's like that's a stupid he's gay. like are you married no why not she was murdered with wow. what? How? With an ice pick? What's his name? Jason or something like that. Yeah, they said, who's hotter, Brad Pitt or somebody else? And he's like, Brad Pitt. He's like, fucking gay. Faggot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is another movie. I was going to say this movie could not come out today because it's oh, no, very no. racist, very homophobic. Yeah. Um, Carlos Macias' character is is terribly racist. Well, just the whole Mexican Z. Whenever him. Yeah, very much so. Because whenever they uh, him and his girlfriend go off and do like dates and stuff, they go to a donkey show. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) It's hilarious. The only reason I didn't forget about it is because that harpens back to the R rating. Like you couldn't show that in a PG PG 13. Bro, they had the horse cock out and everything. I was like, oh, my God. It's like this girl was bent over and this fucking the cock on this fucking <laughs> was as big as she was what did, did they say like animal petting or was it like i don't a, remember i was a pay- puppet show or something i was shit. half paying attention to what it said i just knew they were going to some show and they come running out and like they show the <laughs> they whole the thing back. i was like oh my god it was almost like they real deal found one yeah i like, know right we're gonna we're not paying to have all that shit shot like we're just gonna get out of there real that quick. would be like the only reason i would put an r rating on this movie but that's a they're lucky they got a fucking rating yeah you can't put shit bestiality no definitely like, not he's uh, not actually because he didn't yeah. get inside of her yet but he was well on his way uh kevin smith talks about like how they almost made uh both Jay and Silent bob strikes back almost got nc-17 mm-hmm. that's why they had to cut the line about uh Jay, because he makes the reference to no more Harry Bush nuns, talking about uh, Carrie Fisher's character. But he has a line where she throws him out of the car, and he's like, damn. Like a, like, he, like he pulled a big-ass hair out of his mouth. Right. But they said that if he left that in, it was going to be NC-17. Yeah. The so, rating system is so weird. He said the same thing came up on Clerks, too. He's like, they had to go through and read that shit line by line on what was allowed. It to keep a R rating because of the donkey show in, right. the, in the restaurant scene. Yeah, so it's just crazy, like how what you can, like how you get away with certain shit when they make movies. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, like it had to be a hard R for that. <laughs> like, but there was some other shit that that was a little gross. That like I get why I could cut the R. Yeah, the uh, the cussing. She kept and, talking about her bush. 
Like yeah. she's like, is it too much for you? And at the end of it the is. movie, it is. Bro. It like sprouts up, pierced and everything. And I was like, okay, I get the heart. But that's what I'm saying is like, you cut these scenes, get it down to a PG-13, it wouldn't be that bad. Right. Um, Carlos Mencia was pretty funny because uh, there was a scene where he brings her the uh, uh, breakfast. Oh, yeah. And she has her hand out. He's like, yeah, put my cock in it. She smacked the fuck. <laughs> it was so funny how he was acting so like cool about it. She's like, I'm sorry, honey, you just scared me. And he's like, he scared you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not used to you uh, waking me up like that. Right. And then Ben Stiller's like, you put your cock in my wife's hand? That's not cool. He's like, well, you're renting porn, running around with other women. I thought you were down. <laughs> I thought you were that kind of guy, I thought man. you were da- Sorry. <laughs> um, the, uh, I love that, like, what he... Well, so the shit all comes to a head. Right. And the girl... This is, the movie is so long, by the way. For a comedy, it's really it long. Is, it is. Uh, you know, and that's one, one thing I was going to say. The thing I probably didn't like the most, they could have cut the whole... After she, all right. So, anyways, they go back and forth. Him and he's pretty much in love with the other girl, right? And uh, it all comes to a head because Danny McBride finds out that his wife ain't murdered. Mm-hmm. She's still here. She's still alive, and all yeah, that. Good so she shit. calls him out on everything. And he's like, of course, it's right when he's like, I can't take it anymore. I got to tell her the truth. I don't care what happens. That type of deal. And. uh Something happens where he gets a jellyfish on him, and then that's what old girl. Well, um, he's talking to the his girlfriend, and she's like, "I can't talk about anything right now. I'm looking for whatever." And she falls over the edge of the cliff, and he like jumps in after her. That's right. And then his fucking wife jumps in after him. That's right. That's where you get jellyfish. And she's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Cause it's my husband." Yeah, she has to. She tries to piss on him and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hilarious. It's okay. It's my husband. I the, can pee on him. The size of the jellyfish on his back is fucking great too. <laughs> It's like massive, like some fighting. It takes Nemo. up his whole back. Yeah, it's like some fighting Nemo shit. Uh, <laughs> have you ever been stung by a jellyfish? No, neither have I. Would dude, but I heard it's fucking miserable. Yeah, and I don't want to get pissed on. That's not my thing. It doesn't work. That's a like a it, myth. Well, I did hear about it. About same thing about uh, snake venom. What? Some of it, if you piss on it, not all of it. Some of it, they say you have to suck it out. But yeah, I heard you suck it out, but not peeing on it. I don't know. Be Maybe s- an ant bite. It's something to do in the jungle. <laughs> something in the jungle bites you. That's tell you just be on everything to be safe. <laughs> if you feel anything prick you, just pee on it and just hope for the best. Well, I mean, you can survive on your piss. Like if you don't have water. No, for like, a, no, you can't. You can for like a couple of not times. Forever, but like like another week. They said like you have to like let it sit and all that good shit. Like, separate. <laughs> I, I don't remember what it's some kind of filtration self-filtration or whatever but i uh, i don't think anybody should try it though don't try to live on your no, own no this is like desert island type shit like, yeah i'm know. just saying no i mean i wouldn't suggest anybody drink their own piss or anybody's piss for that matter i can't believe this. i mean unless you're into it not trying to kink shave no i'm, not, I'm just saying don't yeah. don't try and drink it if for survival it's you nasty <laughs> Hey, people are into what they're into. Yeah, that's, some, that's different. That's different. That's different. But anyways. Um, so yeah, she finds out he's married and she just kicks it. I do love that John Mancia, um, he comes up and he's like, he's like, so-and-so has been asking about you. Really? She has? No, she's been gone for it. <laughs> she left Get with her family. Get the fuck out of here. Screw off, man. <laughs> she in your face. That was pretty funny. <laughs> she... <laughs> 
That's why I said he he has some good lines in this yeah. movie. They were, you know, he wasn't fantastic. But anyways, so of course the wife leaves him and he owns a sporty goods store. She takes all that shit. So he's pretty much broken stranded in Mexico. <laughs> and he's just been drinking tequila on the beach, growing a sh- terrible beard. Yeah. And hanging out with this like hobo. And his friend like calls him and like finds he's like, hey, man, I found that girl you were looking for or whatever. And she broke up with her husband or or, or that's what her fiance. She got rid of him. So he's like, I got to go. I got to tell her how I feel, you know, and he doesn't have any way to get back to America. So like, yeah, because uh, she took all his stuff and burned it. Yeah, because in the uh, it calls back to the original. Whenever uh, he meets her first, somebody steals his purse. That was actually her boyfriend. Oh yeah, that was and funny she took, too. She took his wallet, his keys, all of his belongings, and had them in her purse. So that's why he was trying to take it back. That's right. <laughs> so she does the same thing to Ben Stiller. So mm-hmm. he can't get back to America because he doesn't have any information. And then she like divorced him, and like mm-hmm. she's already like taking his shit pretty right. Much. So he has to cross the border. This illegally. is the stereotypical yeah, shit that that, 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 that that scene would this, not fly today. Right. And these scenes are kind of like. I love because that, that old dude doesn't have a line, the one he's chilling with on the beach. Right. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to keep on drinking and I'm gonna, we're going to keep on talking. And we're going to keep on listening. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you've been ear fucking me <laughs> for three fucking weeks or something like that. If you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to kill myself. And, uh. I thought that was hilarious because you just don't see it out of the old guy. I know, right? It was pretty unexpected. So um, he's trying to get over the border and he keeps getting caught. But (laughs) one of them made me laugh. One of them made me laugh. Try and guess which one. Uh, The one where he's over the fence? No, the train scene. When he's running after the train. And they're like have their hands out to like pull him up. They pull him out, kick his ass, and then push him back off the train. I fucking laughed. I was like, okay, that was funny. <laughs> I remember that. That was good. That made me laugh. So he finally he gets because it's a Texas. Of yeah. Course. So he gets back to America and he finds. Okay, this, this is, motherfucker does a shower. He doesn't shower, get new clothes or anything. So this is where I was gonna start the podcast and like. I don't think mental illness is something we should joke about. And that's why I don't like this movie because he is mentally ill in this movie. He is a nutcase towards the end of it. Well, I mean, he's a shitty person in the beginning, but he goes completely insane by the end of it. And this is the part that I was talking about because it's fucking insane. This would not happen. That's what I was going to say. This is what I don't like about the movie. I think that after the old girl left him and all that good shit, that's where you end the movie. That's the logical point. Like you were a per- well, you were a bad person, and you tried to play the fence, and you got fucked. I like, think so too. I think it should have you know, ended like you didn't get anything because you were a shitty person. Exactly, it's a comedy. Movie. Like it doesn't have to have like a moral of the story. Like that's the moral of the story. When you're a right. shitty person, bad things happen to you. One hundred percent, I agree with you. In the original one, he, um, he leaves his wife. He gets divorced, and then he chases down the girl he met. And the one that I, the thing that I like about the original is the father hates him with a pat, like 90% of the movie. He's like, if you don't get the fuck away from me, I'm going to beat your ass and then I'm going to beat your ass some more. Like he hates him because he knows how shitty of a thing this is, but he keeps trying. He keeps trying. He keeps like pressing the dad. Like his dad tries bribing him with $25,000, which in 1970 is a lot of fucking money. And he's like, I don't want your money. I just want your daughter. So finally, his dad's like, okay, I guess he's serious. They end up getting married. And I do like the end of it, though. 
because um, Charles Grodin is sitting on the couch. He's having a conversation with some guy about whatever. The guy gets up and leaves and he's like humming a tune. I don't remember where it's from. And he's like looking off to the side and then it cuts to credits. And it's so ambiguous because it's like, is he happy now? Or do you think he's going to do it again? Yeah. I like that ending. I thought it was pretty. Yeah. I like that ending a lot more. But this ending. This, like I said, like if you cut out this part where he goes to the house in mm-hmm. Texas, if you cut all that out, it, you could still add the last part because that is funny. The last little bit of that last little um, moment where he's back in Mexico. Yeah, that one. I like, like that part. If you cut that that part where he goes to Texas and she mm-hmm. turns him down and all that, yeah, it's a funny part. The only funny part of the scene is Danny McBride tases the shit out of him. Like, no, he takes a baseball bat. Too. Oh, that's what it was. That's dude. What it was. I fucking lost my shit. So he uh, he tries to talk to her. They won't let her talk to her. No, no. She, he bre- anyway, he he, bre- yeah. he breaks into the fucking house yeah. and gets beside her bed while she's sleeping. Hey, hey, hey. This is why I'm like, this guy's lost his yes. fucking mind. This is yeah. absolutely That's why I insanity. Said it, the, the movie lost, I think, a lot of the people that liked it at, because of the scene. Uh, this just made me like it, elevated it, it to a new part of like I hate this movie. It took for me. It took it from over the top to like non-existent. Like yeah. this could never happen type shit. Right. The, in Texas, they're gonna kill you. Yeah. We just talked about this last <laughs> week. <laughs> That baseball bat, he was almost there. With almost it. there. Yeah, but he would have finished it. Like, but that fucking baseball had me gut laughing. Yeah, it was Because he takes it first. I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, Danny McBride. And then, then he's, uh, Ben Stiller stands up. He's like, it's he's, me. He's like, I just... <laughs> I just want to, I just want to, he says something and then Danny McBride's like, we're not doing shit. And he fucking hits him in the ankle. Dude, I lost my fucking mind. I don't know why that shit was so funny to me. Yeah. He's got another scene like that. Um, what movie is it? Where he's in a wheelchair though. Mm-hmm. And he beats the shit out of the dude. Oh yeah. Fuck. Oh, it's identity thief. Yeah. With Melissa McCarthy and, uh, Jason Bateman. I don't know if I've seen that. That's fucking hilarious, dude. I don't like Jenna McCarthy though. Oh, dude, Jason Bateman still is. Yeah, it's Jason Bateman. So yeah, I don't remember if I seen that's that. That's one, one of not. those. That's one of those movies that would change you about her because she's great in that one. She's hilarious. Yeah, I might. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't Did you like me. Bridesmaids? I haven't seen it. Damn, dude, you just like completely don't fuck with her. Yeah, you watched a shitty Ghostbusters remake though. No, I didn't. What? I didn't watch it. Lucky you. I watched. <laughs> I own it. I watch one movie with her. You know what? That's what I should do for your horror month. Oh my Just god! Give please do not give me Melissa McCarthy movies, dude. Oh, did I say Jenna McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy. I yeah. Um, Jenny McCarthy's bad. <laughs> She's bad for life. <laughs> so please don't do Melissa McCarthy movies for a whole month. That's the horror, dude. That's that is horror the horror. I'll give you nothing but her hits, bro. I hate you so much right now. I'd give you Spy. I'd give you. Uh, I haven't seen it. Identity Thief. I don't think I've seen it. I would give you um, Bridesmaids, which is a hilarious movie. I've heard without, it's pretty good. It's without, the Hangover. It's the chicks. chick Hangover. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, you've seen Hangover Three. If it's just her, oh, I'd give you the Boss. The Boss is <laughs> fucking hilarious, dude. I love that movie. I regret this now. If you did like go through with this, dude, I guess four bangers, dude. No. Like, you'll thank me. By I don't the end like of it. Melissa McCarthy. You'll be watching Mike and Molly reruns by the end of the month, dude. <laughs> That's how much you'd love that. 
But anyway, so so he uh, she of course is like, no, you're fucking insane. I don't want. She's like, I'm happily married. Please leave me alone. Right. So he goes off back to Cabo because he doesn't have anything left. By the way, I did love the bang thing. Yeah. That well, shit I'm growing was, my hair out. I'm growing my hair out. It's, she wants. She likes bangs. <laughs> but at the end of the movie, he has like a string of bangs that are coming yeah. down like it's like fucking all, cry baby. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just the bangs. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then she, his wife comes in with she the baby the and the fucking door open. I love that. And shit. the baby has like the bangs, same as it. I don't know. I thought it was pretty fucking cute. Oh yeah, dude. That's why I said he was great. Yeah. In this movie for like the fucking ten minutes he's in it. And uh, so Ben Siller packs up all his shit, goes down to Cabo, and decides to start a whole new life down there. And lo and behold, guess who shows up? Back for the anniversary of the old people. Right. She finds out that he's working down there, decides to catch up. Yeah, he he opens a the the same kind of store, a sports goods store, but right. it's like in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And you can tell he's not like as successful, but like he's making I have the to best say, this it. scene felt very like Adam Sandlerish. Yeah, kind of. It just reminded me of an yeah. Adam, something that Adam Sandler would do. But it's hilarious because he's got a new wife. <laughs> and it's Eva Longoria, which that's the hilarious part because who the fuck would ever leave her, bro? Right. Like, Tony Parker, I don't fuck with you and don't own your jersey mm-hmm. because you left and cheated on that woman. She yeah. is so sexy. Oh, my God. Yeah. I loved her on Desperate Housewives. Like, I almost watched that show because of how bad she is, bro. Never did, but my wife loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, that, so I love that scene because- So he like, does tell her, like, hey, we need to have a talk. You know, the same speech he gave to his ex-wife. Right, which is hilarious. And then the movie ends. So Yeah, it was a it was a cute little nod. I didn't mind that ending That's what I said. As if, much. You, if you'd have took the whole part where he goes to, 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 to Texas and shit- Yeah, and, and just crammed it down. Right. I think you're right. I think it would work better. It flows better. And like you said, because like, there is probably a good 20 minutes you could shave off this bitch. Because mm-hmm. I feel like comedy should never get over like an hour 40. Yeah. Hour 45. When I saw that it was two hours, I'm like, really? For a comedy? It, unless it's like one of those movies that's like a big scale mm-hmm. type of deal. like uh, Ensemble. Right. And not only that, like it does, it's usually not just a comedy. It's like an action comedy. Or yeah. so, you know what I'm saying? Like right. there's, there's other shit going on. Other than just the laughs, mm-hmm. but uh, no, I I, I love it. I think this is one of their more uh, underrated comedies between the Fairley Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this more than Stuck on You, which I don't know if you've ever saw that, but it's one of their other more obscure comedies. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, I've seen it around, but I don't think I've watched it. Me, myself, and Irene is a great movie. Fucking love that. I but love Jim that Carrey. Movie. Yeah, exactly. Um. You know, a lot of people don't fuck with that movie, though. Really? Why? I, I don't know. I think they they said that it's like. Um, I think a lot of people felt like it was uh, him just going straight gross out comedy. I could see that because like, he hadn't done a movie like that since like the the mask and like mm-hmm. the Ace Ventures. Yeah. So I think people were like, "I thought you outgrew this shit by now." True. You know, so I don't know. Maybe, but that's his brand of comedy. I so. mean, it made bank for a comedy. I remember that because, like, that was one of their first movies that got them, like, up there. Then they made something about Mary and their career took off like a bitch. But Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. Me, myself, and Irene. But I remember one day I looked up their their list of movies and it's pretty impressive. I think they did Shallow How, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love Shallow How. I'm pretty sure they've done a shitload of good movies, dude. Yeah. But, this uh, is not the one, though. 
I mean, I will say this. It's not in my like top three, but like you hadn't seen it. And I, like I said, I do love Ben Stiller. Yeah. It's um, very in that niche of comedies that you enjoy that I just don't enjoy. <laughs> but I just feel like there's like five or six scenes in this movie that anybody could love. Like, oh yeah. There's a couple of like, like I said, there's I call a couple them of YouTube Hall of Fame scenes <laughs> because like when you're on YouTube and you just want to have a quick laugh. Those are scenes you go to. Like, right. I went one to one the other day. It was the best of Will Ferrell. And dude, I was fucking dying, bro. When it got to that fucking Trank Dyer scene mm-hmm. from old school, right? I fucking dropped my phone. I was laughing so hard. My yeah. wife was like, that shit is still not that funny. I'm like, <laughs> it is that fucking <laughs> funny. And Shaw William Scott, I'm going to say this now. Like, I'm going on record. Shaw William Scott is one of the most underappreciated comedy actors of our generation, bro. That's fucking st- just for Stifler alone, bro. He's done some shit though, but he's done some good stuff he's too. He's done some great fucking movies. Have you though. seen Goon? I love Goon. I love Goon. I fucking love Goon. I even like the second one, and it's not even that great. I heard it wasn't that great, but I really love the first one. I thought it was so the well first done. one. Mwah, fucking one of the best movies, and nobody likes that movie. Bro. I know, right? Nobody talks about it. I try and to it's recommend it. Based on a it. true story, like how the fuck do you not like that mm-hmm. part of it? You know. It's like rooting for an actual guy. Like I, I don't know. But like, dudes, where dude wears my car? Like this shit was hilarious. Oh, when I was a kid, I loved that movie. And like now, as an adult, I'm like, eh. But like when I was 13, 14 years old, yeah, that was my fucking shit. I like, know it's still kind of funny to me. Oh, some of it will always, forever, be funny. Right. Sweet, dude. What's mine say? Like <laughs> stupid shit like that for sure is always gonna be funny. Where's your car, dude? <laughs> but I oh, loved oh, it. It was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, uh, the White Castle moment. No, no, no. Was it Dude Where's My Car? Were they like interrogating the dummy? Leave <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> him alone. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> I love Stay that strong, shit. bro. <laughs> Stay strong. Dude, the scene where they're at the red light and that dude and that fine ass chick are in the car and Ashton Kutcher is doing the same shit the guy's doing. He like puts his arm around her. So oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> and they fucking kiss. <laughs> and they just start fucking making out. And they're like, ugh. They ride off and they're like, fuck yeah, we won. And they're like high five and shit. Not a gay vibe, but it looked like so passionate. Like they were just waiting on that for years. You right. Know? Little shit like that is why that shit is gold. That's forever. what I'm saying. Like That and uh, Zoltan. Zoltan is <laughs> forever, hilarious. Bro. And he keeps popping the bow. <laughs> I'm have to go home and watch that shit movie now, bro. Oh my god! So I'm just saying, I agree with you. He's a very underrated, uh, yes, comedic actor. Um, fucking Stifler, man. Like I love him as Stifler too. Stifler's mom. <laughs> Jim, put a fucking shirt on. You're scaring all the chicks away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't have much more to say about the heartbreak kid. Though. Nah, 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 nah. I just figured we were bullshit filler the last 10 minutes of it. Well, what do you uh, rate? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to give it a second time watching. Like I said, I told you I, I, I had still had a great time watching it. Um, I'm going to go 6-8. I'm going to go 6-8. <laughs> yeah. Your scale is so funny. I'm going to start putting like your rating. On you should. Thing. You should. That would be great. People um, love that. I don't recommend this at all. I don't recommend it to anybody. What? I don't recommend it to anybody. Anybody? Nobody. It was that bad. It's two hours of like, there's a couple of like chuckles and I belly laughed at Danny McBride. That's because I'm a dumb motherfucker, but there's nothing else that. Did you ever see your highness? 
I started to watch it the other day, but I didn't. That's fucking terrible. Is it terrible? That's a terrible comedy. It felt terrible, so I turned it off. I'm like, I don't feel like this is as good as I'm going to want it to be. And I had it on bootleg, and I was like, man, I hope it's just because it's a shitty mo- a shitty copy of the movie, but it turned out it was the real movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, it was just that bad. I think that's the one that like finally put the nail in the coffin for that era of like comedy. Oh, yeah. Well, Because after that, there wasn't a whole lot that came out, I don't think. I think it was like it was at that point where everybody realized like oh you can't pair Franco with anybody and he get a hit <laughs> yeah it's just it's just Rogan right yeah, it's just Rogan because mm-hmm. like, yeah like he tried this with Danny McBride and they were like nah, it just doesn't work know. well it's because there are two extremes you got to have like the normal guy with the extreme guy right and that's the con- you need the contrast. I feel like Danny McBride is his own fucking vibe. To oh, hundred percent. Eastbound and Down is like if that's all he ever did, I'm okay with it. Right. But he's got so many great like Red from Pineapple Express. Like his cameos are fucking gold. legendary, bro. Yes. Like, um, I love him in Thirty Minutes or Less, man. Like I just love that. Like his asshole is like my kind of asshole. Mm-hmm. I fuck with Danny McBride. Right. Um. Yeah, he he he's he's a very uh pleasant surprise in this movie. He uh as soon as his name popped up in the credits, the wife was like, "Turn it off." I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Danny McBride, I'm not watching this fucking movie." Oh, she's not a Danny McBride. <laughs> oh, fan. she hates him with a passion. He is fucking great and this is the end, bro. Him and uh that, that that's probably my favorite thing of his is this is the end. Yeah, he's great in that shit. Fantastic. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I feel like there's one I'm missing that he's good in. There's a, he's in Pineapple Express. Oh, he's funny in Tropic Thunder. He's not in it a lot. He's not in it a lot. He's funny in it, though. He is pretty funny. But. C4, fucking idiot, put it down. (laughs) (laughs) Try to light this bitch up like the 4th of July. He's like the American version of the uh, Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. (laughs) Like. When I think of the average NASCAR fan, I think of Danny McBride. Right. Like when he's playing Kenny, uh, Kenny Powers. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like some bitch, <laughs> you know, just the fucking mullet, the the you know, all of it, dude. The fucking pit vipers on. Like I could see him being a middle school like gym coach anywhere in time. Like, yes, for sure. But like, shout out to that guy, dude. Yeah. Definitely a career that should have never happened, but like I'm glad it did. He's he's an acquired taste, I've realized, because I didn't like him at first either until it like clicked. His I, comedy clicked for me. Until I saw him play Kenny Powers, I didn't never think he would be a guy that could carry like a, a whole movie mm-hmm. series. Like I said, like the movies that he was in that he was like the main character, they didn't do good. Yeah. Like thirty minutes or less, that was kind of more like one of the main characters. I feel like we're the only two that like that movie because I don't hear anybody talking about it. I feel like a lot of people don't fuck with Jesse Eisenberg too, man. Like it doesn't matter what kind of movie it is, they always find something to say, like, well, you know what, Jesse Eisenberg fucking sucked in that. Yeah. Like and I don't think he's that bad. I don't think he gets I don't think he's as shitty as all the flack he gets. Social network is amazing. I think it's a great movie. I love the Zombie Lands. Yeah, Zombie Lands. I think great. they're both fantastic. Right. Uh he did a movie uh double. I didn't see it, but I haven't seen it either. No. I like the 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 now you see me's. Mm-hmm. Like I like those. You know, the, I like the first one. It was the okay. second one. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and I like Harry Potter too. But uh, he he wasn't a good part in that movie. <laughs> I, I love that you call him Harry Potter instead of Daniel uh, Radcliffe. Yeah, yeah, because like until you that do monologue a, though was great. I loved it. That life. was evil fucking genius when they're in the hotel room. Yeah, that yeah. was like his like if they would have just cut him off that that would have been good. <laughs> like the whole like his whole. Uh, motive and all that like 
come on, bro. The fuck over there. Like, <laughs> fucking daddy was a magician. <laughs> You're a fucking millionaire, bro. Fuck out of here, dude. Um, but yeah, until you do a movie better than the Harry Potters, like your Harry Potter, dog. He's done some weird movies trying to like get like there was this one called Horns. Yeah, you it's say you, you say you say I thought you said you liked that movie. No, I liked it, but yeah. it's not like a I think my sister loves that movie. It's him trying to break away from a that. curse or some shit. No, no, no. I'm talking about Harry Potter. Oh, right, like right, he's right, trying yeah. to do other things that it's like Well, I heard the same thing about that Swiss Army man shit where he's like a dead body or whatever. I tried watching it, but the farting just kind of like killed it for me. Yeah, it looked a little too ridiculous. For I my... have it, and I need to like sit down and watch it one day. But it's just it, the dead body kept farting, and I all I could think about was uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Now that is a classic. Yeah, I just bought that not too long. Did you? Ago. I did. Oh, I'm trying to find the second one. <laughs> you can't ever find the second one. The second one cracks me up even more because his body moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does the dancing thing. I fucking still laugh. Like, yeah, we talked about it on a previous episode. <laughs> it's one of those I might need to revisit. Uh. That's a simple, like, whoever thought of that fucking shit? I know, I think about that too. Like, that's simple, but so genius at the same time. There's another one, uh, Club Paradise with Robin Williams, about him uh, taking over this, like, shitty resort that's, like, in an island, but, like, he finds a way to, like, take pictures to, like, make it look like it's this really nice place, but it's really just a shithole. And it's early Robin Williams. It's, like, one of his first big-time movies, you know? And, uh... Where was I going with that? I don't know. What were we talking about? <laughs> Damn, boy. We were talking about Weekend at Bernie's and you kind of oh, like went right, off right. on a little yeah. tangent. It's like such a simple premise of a movie. Like a guy just trying to like, you know, he's like a con man, but mm-hmm. he, like he actually starts caring about the place and the people. Oh, and, I see. You know, it's a simple premise, but like, you know, it's like a, you know. It's how like, the fire festival should have turned out. He's a, yeah, it's like <laughs> he's started off as a douchebag, but you know, like now he's a good person. Like, I don't know. I think yeah. the, sometimes the simplest plots, but they make, you know, they can be a hit. Well, yeah. it's, I've, um, I've been delving into like screenwriting and stuff like that. And one thing that I learned is it's a, a lot of it's about the character. Like if you make the people fall in love with the character, you can have the most simple story. True. Clerks, bro. Mm-hmm. Shit. It's about yeah. two dudes at a fucking convenience store in a video store. Uh, right. And that's and why you can. my favorite movies ever. That's why you can make a movie with like one, two people yeah. in a room. Because as long as you care about that I was just about, about to say, bro, if you want to think back, like, I know, obviously, once got later on in the franchise, but the original Saw, mm-hmm. like, for what it cost to make, yep. the idea, the dude that wrote it, like, he's got to be, like, for what that cost to make that movie, it's got to be, still be a top five greatest, like, profits. He made millions off that fucking movie. Yeah. Um, Paranormal Activity is another one. Yeah. A super low budget. Super simple premise. Uh, Cloverfield was another one. Yeah, but that's a shitty movie, though. No, it's not. I made a bunch of money, but to your, you know, your standards. No, but I'm talking about like it could be a simple premise, but still be a good movie and make the money. (laughs) I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not shitting on anybody that enjoys the Cloverfield series. Yeah, Uh, but yeah, I mean, oh Blair Witch, that's the one I was trying to think of. Blair Witch is like simple premise, low budget, fucking vertigo from watching that shit. Yeah, all that fucking. Camera shaking. It was fucking terrifying, even to this day. Speaking of terrifying, I saw that. There you? Yeah. We got the horror month, baby. I had the, uh, I had to watch it on, you know how you had the scrambled channels when you were a kid? Like, you could halfway watch it and it would like 
show every once in a while I would show a clear picture. That's how I watched the Blair Witch Project for the first time. Oh, that's even creepier. And whenever the end, whenever she sees him against the wall, it cleared out for me. Chills. Oof. <laughs> I remember that movie made <clears throat> buku fucking bucks. Though. Oh, yeah, 100%. Second one, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. So, yeah, speaking of uh, horror month, we're starting off Par's month of terror. Par's month of terror? Right. Ooh, chills. I uh I rewatched I rebought this actually. I thought I bought it before and I couldn't find it, so I just rebought it because it's the unrated version. Sweet. There's two copies in here. I it took me a minute to figure out which one. Watch the white one. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying because yeah, I definitely I know you would have opened it and be like, which one do I fucking put in? Red pill or blue. Yeah, right, exactly. And I called you Morpheus. So watch the uh watch the white one, the unrated version. So we're starting off the month with Evil Dead the remake. I don't remember if we talked about this last week on the podcast or not, but we are both super excited for Matrix 4, right? 100%. Like we're going to see that, right? I think we talked about it after, but yes, we right. are going to go see right. Matrix, and I, would, I wouldn't I would mind doing an episode on oh, that. Oh, we're definitely doing an episode on that, for <laughs> sure. Yes, we need to. Yeah. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's going to be badass. I'm, I'm way more excited than I should be, which is funny because... I was very against like remakes and stuff like that or continuing with movies that, you know, are so old. But for some reason, I'm excited for this one. The only thing I'm upset about is the fact that they didn't bring Lawrence back for for Morpheus. Yeah, I told you that. But the fact that motherfucking Keanu is is still there and and it looks like they're going to give us another three. And hopefully the next three will make up for the two shitty ones after the beautiful original. (laughs) Because I'm going to be honest with you, man. Uh, revolution, I was all right. Or, uh, not Revolution. Uh, Reloaded, I was okay with. Mm-hmm. Still had some cool fight scenes. Those dudes with the dreads. And then the whole chase scene with the with the key master and all that. I like that little part. But, like. There are things to like about the sequels. But as a whole, I don't. I don't. I kept your receipt in here. In it's hilarious. Heartbreak kid. Um, we didn't even talk about that part. Like, <clears throat> I think we did. You're like, look inside of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, The Matrix, it's just the first one is such a perfect movie. It is. The second ones are just not going to add up to the first one. It just gave you so many, like, firsts. Yes. You know what I've said? Like, that's what I love the most about movies is, mm-hmm. like, that wow factor. Like, you show yes. me something I've never seen. Yeah, it, it that, changed. That, the slow motion, bro. <clears throat> the, the Matrix bullets. changed filmmaking. Really did. For a whole decade. It's really crazy. They like they had to have won some kind of Academy Awards for that shit. One hundred percent special effects. I know for right. sure. Yeah, like obviously Keanu didn't get one for acting or anything, but like <laughs> we know he didn't. I love how you just say things without checking them. Dude, like you're just like I don't think he got one, even if, though you didn't look it up, bro. Think about it though. If any, if 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 you thought that if they told you, all right, let's just put let's say it's true or false, Keanu Reeves has won an Academy Award. And then let's say just based off of that, you say, yes, for sure. Keanu Reeves has to have won an Academy Award. What movie did he win that Academy Award for? Bill because there's, there's only two movies that he ever acted well enough that I could even think that he, somebody would think that. One is Devil's Advocate and the other one is A Walk in the Clouds. Other than those two, he has not put acting performance forward that I felt like would have been holding a statue worthy. John Wick gets you in the badass Hall of Fame, but right. Bill and Ted puts you in the comedy Hall of Fame, but like, what have you done acting wise that's put you up there? 
That's true. He uh he's been nominated for a lot. Yeah. Cause he's been in a bunch of badass movies. Like, right. But like if you love Keanu, if you love Keanu, you love Keanu. But you don't say like, oh man, he just fucking act the fuck out of that movie, dude. <laughs> People that love Tom Hardy, they love good actors. Like they love good acting. People that love Keanu Reeves just love Keanu Reeves. This is true. They love the Keanu, what he brings to every movie, because it's the same character in every movie. <laughs> well, across the board, he's won 12 awards from different things, like Teen Choice Awards, Razzies. MTV Movie <laughs> Awards, Saturn Awards, um, but he's been nominated 28 times, so... No, like I said, like movies like Devil's Advocate and shit, like Speed, uh, like he had like some blockbuster fucking movies, like yeah, and they're all you know, best international actor, favorite actor, best mm. actor, Speed. <laughs> there you go. Because it's just like a fucking blockbuster classic. Like people just love movies like that. Favorite celebrity of the year in 2019, which he has. That was a grown, big year for him, dude. He's grown. Everyone's loved to. I'm not going to lie. John Wick has saved his career. Mm-hmm. Like before he did the John Wick, like people could kind of take and leave him. I think you're right. Cause you know I always saying? liked Keanu, but I was never like a diehard mm-hmm. Keanu fan. But and then when you start hearing about how great of a human being he is, just genuine, it, it makes it so much more like you want to root for this fucking guy. Exactly. And that's what I hate whenever I hear actors that are like assholes. I'm like, well, I don't want to like you anymore. Like Bruce Willis is probably the reason I'm tainted by Dude, him. It, it hurts my soul to know that he's such an asshole to people. And like Mel Gibson. Yep. yep, yep. It's just stuff we've heard. And- Dude, it, but I haven't been able to watch a Pauly Shore movie since I met him. Like, and that sucks. Yeah, because he was shitty to you. He wasn't shitty to me. He's just, you could just tell he was a shitty person. Like, I see. It wasn't really necessarily he, what he said to me. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, it was like, oh, I'm so I'm still so important that I don't have time to like speak to people like you. And that's right. where I was like, who the fuck are you, bro? Yeah, I see what you're saying. This ain't 1992. Like, you might have been a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the crazy thing is he thinks he's still a big deal in 2020. Dude, I mean, and this was, what, uh, 2015, 2016 when I met this fucking guy? Right. But yeah, I think that's where Keanu is, uh, his, you know, career has been saved. It's just being a genuinely nice person. Yeah. Same with, like, Matthew McConaughey and people like that. Like, they're just good dudes. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I've always felt that way about Ethan Hawke. I think Ethan Hawke has been in some great movies. Mm -hmm. Um. But he's not an actor that I I love. You know what I'm he saying? He hasn't done anything I'm running just, to see. He is like, to me, he's like the go of, like you were saying earlier, you could switch him out. Like he's the Ben yeah. Stiller of serious movies. Mm-hmm. You could switch him out with anybody dramatic and it still works. Yeah. But he's been in some fucking bangers, Training Day, fucking Assault on Precinct 13. Like there's movies that he's in that I fucking love. But like I could take for leave him in them. Yeah, I think uh, so too. But because he is like a good person in real life and he's like a genuine person, like people love him. And that's why he's still in movies now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he might put out 30 shit movies a year, but he'll still have one that'll keep him up there. <laughs> I, you know, um, not to pivot, but have you watched anything lately? Mm. I saw Shang-Chi. Yeah, you were. T- we talked about it on the last episode. Did we? You I did loved it. Enjoyed it. I've been watching The Boys. It's awesome. I'm on like episode three. I've watched all of them in a day. I love them. It's so good. It really is. Season three is going to be better. 
this. Yeah. I've had you and some other friends like, you got to watch The Boys. And I've been putting it off. Finally, me and the wife turned it on. I really, really like this show a lot. You want to talk about a fresh take on superhero fatigue? Blew that shit right off the doors for me. That's what I was telling the wife is like, I like this show because it's like humanizing superheroes. It's like bringing them down to our level. Like It's kind of like how, uh, not to be a Zack Snyder stan again, but like that's what I loved about Batman vs. Superman was how they showed that Zod vs. Superman fight from the human level. Mm-hmm. You know, Bruce Wayne just running around trying to like save who he can, you know, because not only am I Batman, but like it's fucking broad daylight. Like I'm just a human being right now. Mm-hmm. And like I know that like people are dying and shit. The same thing about the boys, like it shows that side of the the superheroes that like we all think that it's all shiny suits and saving the day, but like they're people too. They could be pieces of shit. Yeah, and that's what I think so great about that. Thing. Right, and they have to deal with problems and, like we do. Like they may yeah. not be superhero problems, but they're problems to their you know personalities. And not only that, but think about it like um, with the uh, with the like is sponsoring and mm-hmm. charging cities ungodly amounts of money so you have a superhero there to protect it i know it was pretty like you know what i mean it like, kind of made me sick to my stomach because that's exactly how it would be yeah we all think that like you know in, in the same world that like the avengers are there to save the fucking day like tony stark's already a billionaire batman's mm-hmm. already a fucking billionaire so it makes sense that these people would just be helping to help right or you know they don't have that angle to it but like if you're from fucking nothing and you all of a sudden get superpowers injected in you by the fucking government as a baby. But the thing is, who's going to who's gonna stop these guys from, like, just overthrowing? That's why I like Brightburn, because, like, it's like we all assume that an alien crash stands here and they want to save the day. Well, what happens if they're like, nah, I'm just sitting here to fuck y'all all up? Uh, like, I like shit like that. Like, it puts it on its head. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think we need more of that. But yeah, I've been watching the boys and I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, it's great, man. I've been telling you to get on that shit. I know. It's I'm good. Finally doing it. But I'm so ready for the new Ozark, bro. I'm sad it's the last one. I I, I like closure though. Yeah. <laughs> they can't do it forever. Well, it's like you said, it's uh what more can you do to this fucking family? Right. Like, you know, but I think it's gonna end with uh Wendy. I think Wendy's either gonna kill Mar I think Marty's either gonna have to kill Wendy. <laughs> we did almost a whole episode of like plot points that we think may or may not happen. So I think it's either I don't Wendy- wanna dive back in that hole. <laughs> Wendy either takes over the cartel or Marty kills her. Yeah, why what's funny is it flips it on its ear and they just get away. I don't know. I mean, I'd be happy with either of them, honestly. That the way that show's gone yeah. and written and acted, there's no it's way a- they there's no way they can fuck this up, right? Yeah. Like I would hope not. They better not. They don't sopranos me on this shit. That like, would be fucking hilarious. I would die laughing. And I would be sad. I'd fucking cry myself to sleep. <laughs> as long as they had a good reason to do it. I'd definitely cancel the fuck out of my Netflix subscription. <laughs> I just have to fucking find a different way to watch Narcos. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so next week will be Evil Dead, the remake. Yeah, it's the first ep- first episode for Par's Month of Terror. In uh old girl from Modern Family. The older sister, isn't she in this? I don't think so. thought she was. I could be wrong. No, I thought I that was so. her. No. No? It's not okay. her. She's a great actress in this movie. Like, I've watched it a few times now, and I just, like, have loved her in this movie. I've seen the original Evil Dead, but it's been fucking forever. Is there a Bruce Campbell in this? No. This is, um, so the whole story on it is, um, what's his name? Sam Raimi 
didn't really have the budget to do the movie that he wanted to do. So that's why he did Evil Dead the way he did, like slapsticky and kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. He helped. He's an executive producer on this one. And this is basically the movie that he wanted to do, but didn't have the budget or the technology. Okay. So this is like a more serious take. It's not slap. I mean, it has some like comedy moments mm-hmm. in it, but not nearly like the original. Do they give Bruce Campbell a cameo? No. Really? No, I, I like that they tried to separate it from that universe. It's its own thing. I don't know if I own it or not. It feels like I, I feel like I do, but like I'm going to watch Army of Darkness once this month. I have it. It's so, at some I love point. Army of Darkness. That's like probably my favorite Bruce Campbell movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like I'm going to have to watch that at least once this mm. month. Yeah, definitely. That I'm not a huge. For Christmas. Right. Oh, don't be like that. Dude, people tell me all the time, bro, you watch it at fucking Halloween, I watch it at Christmas, bro. You should be arrested if you watch that at Christmas. You watch it at both. No. No, you I don't. watch it at both. I don't. I watch it in Halloween, and then I put it in my rotation of Christmas movies. See, it fucking ruins my Christmas. Like, <laughs> don't ruin my Christmas. It's yeah. nothing but Home Alone and feel-good movies after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, Elf, even though I'm not a huge fan of it, my fucking wife loves that movie. Yeah. Uh, everybody loves Elf, man, and I just don't think it's that fucking great. Like, <laughs> it gets brought up every other episode, dude. Um, like, and I love Will Ferrell, you know I do. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the month of terror. Yeah, me too. I'm a little uneasy because you know I don't do horror movies like that. So. I know, and you got a whole month of it. I'm getting out of my comfort zone <laughs> for this one. Should be interesting, guys. Yep. Well, next time, Evil Dead. Later. Later.